Can you hear me? One, two. Can you hear me? All right, so this is, um, let's see here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back this up a little bit. Let me maybe go to five. Yeah, let's just take a look at five. This is a good place to start. Um, so 20th notes, it's a new new subdivision. It's not a new subdivision, but it's starting to become something that we pay more attention to. It's starting to show up in more music. Um, and I've written two books on the topic. The first one is The Coordination Matrix with the 20th note, which is somewhere around here. It's a four-way kind of independence book based on the subdivision of always five per pulse. And uh, the reason I'm calling these 20th notes is because that is the subdivision. Um, if we were in a 16th note subdivision and then occasionally did a five note grouping, I would call that a quintuplet. It's a special event, a quintuplet. Um, but when it's always five per pulse, everybody in the band is playing five per pulse. That to me is justifiably called the 20th note. Um, so what I've done is written, I've written two books on the topic. One comes at it from the angle of um, coordination. The other comes at it from the angle of groove. And I have that, uh, it's called Groove Studies with the 20th Note. I don't know if you can see it, but there it is. And the third book that I'm writing on, writing on the topic right now is called linear phrasing with the 20th note. So we're kind of trying to tackle this subdivision from three different perspectives. Coordination, all of it involves coordination, obviously, but multiple limb coordination, groove, and linear phrasing, phrasing. So uh, we're kind of able to coordinate our body, we're able to play a backbeat and a groove, and then also able to do some um, phrasing concepts. So right here is a very basic one. And what we're doing is the top sticking right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, uh, the whole time, alternate sticking starting with right hand. And we are doubling the ride cymbal with the bass drum. So as you can see, the ride cymbal is playing every quarter note and the bass drum is doubling it. We go from right hand to left hand to right hand to left hand on those quarter note beats. Uh, bass drum doubles the cymbal. The hi-hat is playing quarter notes the entire time with the left foot. When possible, we are going to add a backbeat on the snare drum when it's in the linear phrase. In this particular uh, one, it is not in the linear phrase, so we will not play a backbeat. We're just going to play quarter notes on the cymbals. Um, this play along goes for two and a half minutes, and this is one of the exercises that we work on in the drum mantra study group every, well, the, the private um, community study group. Uh, through drummantra.com. But I thought I'd give you a little taste of the kinds of things that we work on. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Um, all you need, well, you probably for, for this, you need a drum set or you can do it on a practice pad, just use accents instead of symbols. But the main point is getting the, the feet comfortable, the hands comfortable, everything comfortable in this linear phrasing with 20th notes. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
So that's what 20th notes sound like, and that's what that feels like. Um, once right-left sticking is comfortable, you can go to a different sticking, uh, and also you can go into two different hi-hat things. So you can't hear me because you're just hearing the track, but what I was doing on that one was um, right-right-left-left sticking the whole time and going through a series of hi-hat things where the hi-hat would play quarter notes the first round. It's a six-bar phrase. And so for six bars, hi-hat quarter notes, and then the next six-bar phrase, the hi-hat will be playing every fourth 20th note. So there'd be five of them evenly spaced throughout the bar. And then after that six bars, uh, the, the hi-hat will be playing every three notes, which is also called a dotted 10th note. Um, and that would resolve after every three bars. So it would resolve twice within the six-bar phrase. So there's a lot of different directions to go. And the, and the goal is to just get comfortable with how that is i don't know how this microphone is but if you were to hear if you want to hear quarter notes it'd be four note groupings sounds like if you could hear that I guess you really can't see me very well huh this is just an experiment with how to put zoom onto Facebook uh yeah so then what we would do is just go to the next one we would go to um exercise 5b now the only difference is we are now playing the second partial of beat two so see how once we take the accent away from the quarter note, an accent shows up here on beat two. So now we add an accent on beat two. We're starting to get the back beats happening. So let's do this one. Here we go.
So you can hear how just moving that over by one, maybe in your ear, if you have not heard this subdivision very much, it could very easily sound like the snare drum backbeat is actually the pickup to a backbeat. And uh, that is something that we have to overcome. Do There's a big note with the bass drum and the ride cymbal on the second partial of beat two that may possibly feel and sound like it's actually beat two and the snare drum is a pickup into it and that you may even be in six. Your ear starts to play tricks on you. Um, uh, a duple based sticking would be right, left, right, left at 16th notes. So your right hand would always be on the downbeats. Your right hand would always be on the upbeats. Your left hand would always be on the E's and us. With triplets, it goes from hand to hand, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. 20th notes are the same thing. It goes from hand to hand per pulse. Right, left, 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 right, left. So it gets a little, takes a little getting used to. And there are more placements on the on the 20th note field than there are on the 12th note field, the triplet, or the 16th note field, the 16th note. So, um, yeah, it's a little ear training, a little rhythmic training as well. Um, perception, time perception, that kind of stuff. Uh, let's move it over one more and just see how that feels.
So that's how that one feels. And notice how all these play-alongs, like I said before, are, are I believe, two and a half minutes long. Um, that is because everything in Drum Mantra, every single exercise that I write has a play-along. And I'm a very firm believer in muscle memory and long-duration exercises. These are two and a half minutes may seem like a long time, but they're not. They're not. A lot of times in our practice sessions, <clears throat> we finish one of these and we're like who wants to do it again and it just flies by when you're you have so much to concentrate on in these exercises so it really these exercises they, they I mean they could be five minutes long they could be 10 minutes long there are exercises in the drum mantra canon that are up to 30 and 40 minutes long um those are quite challenging and very rewarding to work on Let's skip ahead to. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna bounce around a little bit. Just kind of give a, give a taste of, of some things. Let's go to. Um, go to exercise in the sevens. I love this first exercise in seven. Uh, uh, section seven is has a really cool sound. Let's see how, if I can get to it quick. I'm trying to fast forward. <laughs> All the. Uh, all of these drum mantra presentations are on Keynote. So when we do um, practice sessions, actually, you know, 6A's, 6A's got some, some, you know, I, let's go to seven. All the practice sessions, this is what it feels like. Everyone's online. We're all staring at the music. Sorry. There we go. Here's seven. <laughs> and we, we, we see the exercise and no one can hear anybody we're just working on these things on our own but we're together and, it, and it, there's a nice energy even even though we're not in the same room you can really feel that everyone's concentrating and um it's pretty cool if you're interested in joining us by the way you could go to drummantra.com and uh sign up we do two classes every single week there are over a hundred hours of practice sessions already logged in the lesson vault, plus a, probably another hundred hours of of um, different actual curated lessons. Um, anyway, here's what seven sounds like. This is getting getting a little cool here. I love the the dotted anything, any three note groupings just has such a great feel to to me. So this is as you can see, it starts off with some three note grouping stuff in the beginning and then it goes to four note grouping stuff at the end and then a final five note grouping thing. Um, here it is.
that one has some movement to it. That definitely has some movement to it. And that's another one where it's very easy for uh, the snare drum to feel like it's the pickup into a downbeat. It's a kind of a phenomenon that I've kind of noticed. Um, Cause if you go look at this one, two, three, four, five, six, boom, the bass drum on the second partial of beat two also could be the backbeat if the subdivision was sextuplets. And uh, most of us have trained extensively with triplets and you know an eighth note triplet twice as fast as a sextuplet and so this could very easily have a rhythmic uh trickery to your brain where that backbeat does not sound like it's on beat two it sounds like it's the pickup to beat two in a more of a six eight or a sextuplet kind of subdivision but these are fives these are groupings of fives 20th notes there's 20 of them per bar always the same subdivision that's why they're 20th notes um so we really it takes a lot of training to get the ear to hear these backbeats in the right place let me uh let me see here i wasn't planning on wasn't planning on doing this but i'm gonna jump over and uh pull up some groove study stuff let you check out the groove studies. Oops. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to, I'm going to go to a, a little bit earlier on groove studies. We're doing a pretty advanced, we're, we're in the final chapter of groove studies right now, and it is quite advanced. So I'm going to go to an earlier groove studies chapter. We'll check out some of that. GS20 section. We go to section three, if I can find it real quick. One, two, three. There it is. So in the Groove Studies book, there's always a backbeat on two and four. There are five different hi-hat positions. Actually, I'm going to go Groove Studies 2. Groove Studies 2. There are five different hi-hat positions. Each chapter is a different hi-hat position. There are 108 bass drum combinations or bass drum patterns. Oops, pulled the wrong one again. Um, where is two? Sorry. There it is. Chapter one, the hi-hat is a, what I call a flat shuffle. It's the first and fourth position of the 20th note. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Back. Sounds like a flat shuffle. Boom. The next chapter, chapter two, the hi-hat goes to first, third, and fourth. So it has what I call the jagged swing. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. 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 Uh, 
Um, and that's what chapter two is. Chapter three, once you get all that information, uh, you know, you're dealing with lots of notes happening within each other. Then all of a sudden, chapter three, the hi-hat is only on the quarter notes, downbeats, chick, 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 chick. And you really have to understand where the placement of these things are on the 20th note field. It's very challenging. Chapter four is every fourth. So the hi-hat is playing every fourth. So there are five evenly spaced hi-hats through a one bar of four, four. And then finally, uh, in the fifth chapter, your hi-hat is playing every third, which is a dotted 10th note. It takes three bars for it to resolve. That's where we are right now. We started the book in January. The um, Drum Mantra um, community, Lesson Vault community, started the uh, book in January, January 1st, once a week. And we are now on the final chapter. We're going to finish the book. I'm pretty sure we're going to finish the book before um, before the end of the year. That's That's the goal. So if we were to take exactly what we did with the linear phrasing the linear phrasing book outlines the groove studies book so with the bass drum stuff that happens in the groove studies book is the same thing that happens in the linear phrasing book except we're now playing a constant stream of 20th notes on the snare drum and we're going out to the symbols for the um, to accent the bass drum structure of the groove studies book so let's just go to the very first exercise in chapter two, where the bass drum is on one and three, and the snare drum is on two and four. And in, a, in the, the world of rock, that's the money beat. But in the world of 20th notes, there's a lot more going on uh, to pay attention to. So let's see if um, I can pull that screen up. If you can see it, I may be I gotta see how this looks. I might be covering the music. Yeah, darn it. It's like my screen is covering the wrong, my screen is actually covering the exercise. Um, let me see if I can fix that real quick. I just, I'll just, I'll just pull it down just for the time being. Zoom hasn't quite figured out how to do all the sharing where you can move the image around on the screen. I have not figured out how to move the image around on the screen. Okay, so now I moved it down a little bit. Hopefully that will let us, let us see. Let me see what this looks like. Okay, cool. So the exercise is down below my little picture and kick is on one and three backbeat is on two and four and the high and the, the right hand can either play the hi-hat or the ride cymbal and you're going one two three four five 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 let's give that a listen this is another three minute um you know two and a half minute long play along you should be playing along with me watching is not practicing right you can stare at YouTube all day long, but if you're not actually sitting down and doing the work, nothing's going to change. Um, that's so important. That's why I created these big, long play along structures so you can sit and practice these exercises. And if you want to do this, you just go to drummantra.com, sign up, boom, you, got a, you get a link twice a week. We're live practicing this stuff together, and then every session gets recorded. So if you miss something, you can always go back and work on it on your own time. 
just like I'm working on this on my own time right now. Okay, here we go. A little faster. So that is the money beat in 20th note jagged swing style. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to bounce ahead to something a little bit more, with a little bit more movement in it. What happened here? Um, let's see here. Let's go to, well, let's go to seven, just like I was talking about earlier with the linear phrasing thing. We're going to go to the first exercise in seven chapter uh, uh, exercise seven section two of the group studies book and it looks like that oh i'm gonna have to fix that again dang it pull that down just for the time being and 
that visible now? Let's see. Okay, yeah, you can see it. Okay, so as we can see, the hi-hat, backbeat is still on two and four. But now the bass drum, this is way on, I mean, this is like 80 exercises into the chapter, but I just wanted you to get a sense of what this feels like when there's some movement happening in the bass drum. So the bass drum is playing every third, and then there's four, three three four four five and it ends with a one tuck again it and tuck again it and tuck again it and tuck again it one let's give it a listen again if you can practice along that's the only way you're going to be able to get this into your body um, but hearing these exercises might intrigue you to at least think about practicing hopefully here we go
And that's a little taste of uh, 20th note stuff. Linear phrasing in the beginning there, and then we went to the groove studies in the end. Um, the linear phrasing book is turning out to be one of the more challenging books to write because there's several different ways of uh, attacking that perspective. Um, the way that I showed you is chapter one. And then there are two other ways. Um, well, yeah. See, I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a way where we're building a phrasing based on groupings of twos and threes, which is kind of the way that you group phrasing in any subdivision, twos and threes. Like if you're in four in the subdivision 16th notes, a real interesting thing to do is play an odd grouping, like a three grouping or a two, three grouping that gives you five. Or if you're in 12, then you play a four note grouping or two, two, two kind of grouping. In 20th notes, same thing is true. We're in an odd subdivision, five per pulse. So evenly spaced um, groupings will be an over the bar line kind of concept, which will carry you into places that land away from the main pulses. Um, so there's the whole structure of building phrasing based on twos and threes. There's a structure based on an actual figure, like the bass drum figures, and you're moving out to the cymbals. Uh, there's also the sticking concepts, which add to the the whole, I, I want to say complexity, because we want to get these stickings under our belts so they are able to be utilized in a musical way. So right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, 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 left, 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 right, right, and then right hand lead. So basically five stickings for each thing. So it's the first four stickings of stick control, really. And then the right hand lead, which is always, and this is kind of a thing I got from Steve Houghton, is uh, um, everything is always being played with the right hand on the cymbal. All the uh, ghost notes are being played on the snare drum. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Dig it. So if you're going to play fives <clears throat> on a ride cymbal, I don't know if you can hear this. But because it's right, left, because it's five note groupings, if you just go right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, you won't have the right hand on the cymbal. It has to be a left hand. So you have to do a sticking that allows you to get back to it. I call this a five note paradiddle. A lot of people do. Right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And the third or fourth way of doing um, phrasing would be to interject bass drum into the linear aspect of the hand. So kick, snare, kicks, kick right, left, kick right, left, kick right, left, or kick right, kick right, kick left, kick right, kick left. Groupings of twos and threes and fours and fives where the bass drum is, is placed in there. As you can see, that is a, 
that's that's a uh, complicated book to write and i'm working on it it's coming along coming along but anyway grusay's book right here this is a this is a great diving in point if you've gone through my foundational series book and that book is a book that you never are done with it's kind of like um it's kind of like you know a yoga class or something you just you just keep doing it it's just an, a thing that gets your mind and body kind of keyed in to what's going on the foundational series book the book after that's the primary series book which takes you deeper into more complex coordination issues but it's still um you know 16th subdivision you're either in four four five four or three four and then you get into this 20th stuff, it gets intense. The Coordination Matrix book, which is available on Amazon. The Groove Studies book, which is available on Amazon. Both of these new books will be available through Hudson probably in the beginning of the year. Uh, we're still working on layout issues with how to get the playlongs on the right pages and stuff. Um, the Foundational Series and Primary Series are available digitally through Hudson. If you like the iPad vibe or just looking at your computer for the music. You can do it that way too, or the printed copies are at Amazon. I did not make this video to become a sales pitch, but I just want to kind of let you know about what the books do and what they are. If you have questions, you can hit me up anytime, anywhere on social media. And if you want to join us, I'd love to have you. Drummonter.com, uh, sign up. There's a community. There's all kinds of exercises and, and lessons in there. It's a lot of fun. I'm there twice a week live with you. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to sign off dinner time. Have a good one. Take care. Peace.